Welcome, welcome, welcome again. It's homebizstartup.tv. And go over and subscribe at homebizstartup.tv. And you can also get information on each of our shows, our video casts, as well as you can uh, participate in our Build Your Business in 52 Weeks um, trainings. So you'll be able to do that by listening to what's coming up now. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Jane Gardner and welcome to Implement Club. And today's training is all about building your business in 52 weeks. And we are on week 13, which is basically the compilation week when for the principles. Um, I'm Jane Gardner, and we've been doing this for a while. And it's all about um, implementing, growing, and building your business. And this is free training, so you may um, go and sign up for it. But I'll tell you about that later. But for now, let's go do an implement presentation. So we're looking at implementing, getting to action, and grow. And there are 15 principles that I like to use. Um, you can develop your core values, your mindset, your brand, position yourself as an educator, do a weekly workshop, build a product snowball, develop a strategic marketing framework, create a content factory, build a massive network, become a media mogul and get into production mode is today and then it's build a learning center create an online community raise and build an affiliate army and then put systems in place so today we're going to be talking about getting into production mode and you probably are thinking this is about uh, producing products but no this is about implementing, focusing, and building, especially focusing. When What we've done so far is we've developed our Dream 100 network list of affiliates, partners, promoters, and then you find out if they are attending certain events and then plan to be there also, or go on to their um, email list and sign up and see their events and be a name on their email list make comments, etc. We talked about that. And then we decided that we needed to find a problem that you're going to solve for yourself and for your business. You're going to develop a plan to solve it, purchase the right tools, purchase the right training, start solving the problem and documenting daily, decide on the media you will master and find the best coaching and tools to fit your style and plan out where you will purchase them. So you're going to have a product a case study of success of solving one problem for your customers and you have the solution and you have the step-by-step -step to get that result and we were talking about in previous episodes especially in I think content factory so this is what we've got so far we've uh, talked about your values and how they sh and your mindset and your brand and how they should all integrate and uh, be part of all everything that you do including your products as well as your services and then we talked about the 
creating a consistent and authentic and um, be on visible with your weekly workshop and being an educator. So we're going to put this all together and then we're going to basically focus down. So this is basically the principle of getting into production mode. So it's time to implement, focus, and build. Oh. So you need to determine all of the necessary interactions you need to help a customer to buy your product. Assuming that you've been testing or you have for some sales in a, for a product or service, or at least interest, you can work backwards from the sale and then look at what is the process for a customer to buy that product. And so what needs to happen for a customer to see the value in what you offer and make the purchase of whether it's your signature offer or learning center, if it's your front end or introductory offer or your offer for high end coaching. You need to map directly from where you are to this point backwards. When you think through this process, don't think about a one-time sale. When you get stuck, you will need to purchase training or coaching and go back through the information products you have and decide on the way and then follow it. But don't use the method to generate their results. Get the training to generate the results you want in order to get the sales conversion. So we're in this um, episode, we're basically looking at your sales funnel, if you haven't already guessed. Um, and we'll be talking about uh, creating a sales funnel further in an, the next episode of Production Mode. But what is a sales interaction? On the simpler level, it's a call to action leading to the customer going to your purchase page and making the decision to buy. It's all of the customer interactions needed to get the customer to that point. You need to map the conversations, the social media comments, the interactions from a customer not knowing you to trusting you enough to make the purchase. When you learn there is a new part of the process where you need to have an interaction, you will need to change your map. This means that you have to have a good idea of what your audience wants, a good idea of what you can deliver, and a way of making an offer instead of just selling a product. Once you know the exact conversation needed and the interactions needed, this is your straight line according to Jordan Belfort. The straight line to repeat sales. So we are looking at your customer journey. What are the mechanics for the customer journey to buy? From visiting you, whether on your website or your social media, becoming aware of you, and then being intrigued by what you offer, because you have been showing them what you offer and then the customer wanting the offer, buying the offer and making the sale. What is the mechanics for the customer journey to buy? So this is based on the principle of the goal by Elihu Goldratt and the theory of constraints book. I should probably put a picture of the book next time as we go over repeat the, the concept. In this book, there was a plant activity that was being discussed as a business story. Every division had its own objectives. 
It was assumed that if each division did its part right and met its goals, that the company would meet its goals. But the company didn't measure how each goal led to profit. So where the divisions are, were successful, they were unprofitable and unproductive. So, for example, if one division decided there was a certain machinery that was, you know, wearing, wearing, wearing out and maybe had five years of life left into it, their goal was to go and find the best price for that new machinery. But was that the goal of the company? No, that wasn't the goal of the company. The goal of the company is always profit. It's always sales. So they could have waited on buying that machinery for five years if they had all had the same goal. So the same thing can happen to information marketers if they don't measure the straight line that leads them to repeat sales. So production mode is your straight line. You must design your schedule around the straight line. What do you need to produce consistently for repeat sales? Do you need affiliate relationships? Is it videos ranking? Is it prospecting? Is it blogging? Is it social media posting and networking? Is it emailing? What brings your customer in touch with your call to action for repeat sales? So that you have to find out by working backwards from having a transaction, a sales transaction, what happened during the customer's journey to that sales transaction that made it successful? Did you find the most potential customers when you wrote an ebook um, and they read your ebook, or did you find the most customers? from one social media platform versus another. So you have to figure all that out. What is your straight line from a customer being, customer being unaware of who you are to actually buying that product? So this is a very important um, principle for as well for information marketers is to cut out all distractions. Do only those processes to get you to your sales goal. I should have that actually larger. <laughs> this is a very important principle on the production mode. So let's make it larger. There we go. Do only those processes to get you to your sales goal. I got stories on distractions, but it, we're going to continue on because it's only a 20-minute training. So be careful with your social media. Only do social media that brings customers into your sales process. So, for example, I would only have the um, a group on Facebook where we can, I could talk privately with people. Because that's the only way you can really get to know people. But then at the same time, maybe you want to have a Facebook group that's public because you want to get them interested in what you're having. So you have to look at your social media and make sure that what you're doing is relevant to your sales. And why should you be careful with social media? Well, I think it's pretty obvious to most people that you know, going out onto social media and asking for advice and reading um, other people bragging about 
their products and how much money they made with their products and they should get the, your, their um, sheet on how to checklist on how to do what they did to make, you know, $3 million or reading inspirational stories or watching videos just for watching videos or watching sponsored pages or reading group posts. Why? Because you don't know anyone else's straight line. You don't know how they actually get sales. You don't know what kind of traffic they use or who the people are who buy their product. So you're not going to be someone who is interested in, how shall I say this, in a social media, in a software platform, for example, like Wishlist Member, and they tell you about all the success they had with traffic and how many members they have. Well, you are not a social, you're not a software company. So the people who are in that group are not interested in what you have because it's different from the software company. You really have to make sure you're always in the place where your customers are. And of course, you don't know whether or not they're advertising. On Facebook, everybody advertises because it's reasonable uh, or it used to be reasonable. So they could have had those results from a different re for a different reason from you. When you decide to do what someone else did or tells you to do, you will take yourself out of production mode because you're not doing your straight line. You always have to make sure that you don't get distracted by other success and make sure that it's always about you and your success and your straight line. So you need to create that straight line. So also, when you're thinking about the goal, you need to be more restrained when buying your resources. When buying resources, software or tools or a program or coaching, only buy what you need now to get your sales process working and growing. So this straight line process that you have designed, you need to figure out what you actually need now. Don't go and buy um, someone's bright shiny object, um, someone who's made a million dollars by using chat GBT or PT or this week's solution because one, it could be next week, it could not be the solution and two, it's somebody else's solution and they've used different traffic and different uh, traffic uh, growth and they have a different mark. They're just not you. So you need to always consider when be and being thoughtful about buying your software or a tool, like for example, buying a shopping cart. Will that shopping cart be easy for you to use? And will it um, be what you need to get a sale? Don't buy it because it's the newest thing and it's cheap. Be ruthless. What are the conversations and the interactions you need to make sales repeatedly? And what are the ones that you don't? How do you get your customer from being unaware to buying your product? What is the customer journey and knowing the successful process that you have made to get sales or at least make a process to test to see if you will get sales if you haven't got sales yet? And once you are successful with that straight line process, then repeat, repeat, repeat those processes to get more sales. Because 
you don't want to go off on another direction. You don't want to go off on a crooked line. You don't want to go off and buy the newest software or tool just because it's the newest software or tool. You need to have a goal and you need to have this straight line from being unaware for the customer to actually making a sale with your customer. So Dan Kennedy said, be the wizard, do not be captivated by the wizard, do not be captivated by the wizardry of someone else. Always remember that you are have a goal and you have a straight line to your to your goal and not to be distracted by all the wizardry that's going on on the internet especially. Well, that happens, of course, in other advertising, but the internet seems to be very ripe with all kinds of uh, people selling things. That is why we tend to buy the wrong tools, talent, and training at the wrong time. When you see what's keeping you from getting that sale is when you buy. You need talent to speed up the process, tools to automate some of the process, and training to determine the best process. But if you buy these things without knowing how you will make sales, the tools and training and the talent will all sit idle. Then out of guilt and obligations, you will seek to use them because you don't want to waste your money. But you won't be making the decision based on trying to get to your straight line. You will make the decision based on getting your money's worth. This makes you less profitable and, a, and you're much slower because, of course, you have to learn the tool and it's not really something that you need to make a sale right now. So why are you wasting your time learning how to use that software when all it does is make your website prettier? It is the standard operating condition of most information marketers, even profitable ones, that they get attracted easily by the new tools and the new trainings out there that say they are successful. So try not to um, get distracted by the bright shiny objects as an information marketer and just remember the goal and the straight line from being unaware to the sale. And if you don't know how to do that, if you don't know right now, then go out and find the right training, the right training for your process, not for any process. Don't go over to YouTube to learn how to use YouTube when that isn't even where your customers hang out. In summary, now that you're activating your weekly workshop, you're starting to figure it out, what you're going to do, and you figure out how to create your product snowball and get you've got your dream 100 and you know you have to contact them it's time to focus on only those processes to make the sales dump everything else ignore everything else you don't need to know how to make a book in canva if you don't need to know how to make a book in canva for to make a sale find the sales funnel that works and get into production mode repeating the process over and over while you grow your affiliates, your community, your Dream 100, your subscriber list, and product catalog. Focus on the concept of getting sales as well as getting sales. It's time now to figure out how to minimize and focus on only getting sales. So for example, this is my example um, sales funnel. Uh, you've got to start thinking about, if you look at the idea of this 
straight line to your goal, then you're looking at basically your sales funnel. I know it's a marketing term for those who don't know, but um, that's what you need to do. So let's see if I've got my, here we go. So my right over here, I've got my traffic. Oh, I figure out what my traffic is. Excuse me. I figure out what traffic I'm tr trying to use to attract possible customers to go to my sign up for my list for implement.club training. And then they will, of course, get a notice to go to my weekly training. And then on my weekly training, I sell or have potential sales of products that are relevant to the training. They would buy the training or they won't buy the training. They will just be kept on the email list and they will keep being educated by me. And then if they happen to get the product, then I will send them to the place to get the product. And on that area is my learning center where there'll be other products that they can buy. And if I can educate them well with an email list explaining why they should get the other products, then I might get more sales from that. And then I have another uh, tier. Through uh, education in my email list, they can learn about my Implement Club uh, monthly coaching, uh, where we actually implement and and do things like creating sales pages and at some point I do a webinar and they sign up for the webinar etc and then if they buy the the uh, coaching then they go into another um, product which is my implement club coaching so what you need to do is build yourself your own sales funnel funnel start anyway um, this is a straight line uh, from not knowing anything in the traffic, coming into my funnel, uh, learning more from the weekly training, and then, of course, realizing that they need certain trainings and et cetera, et cetera. So you need to figure out your sales funnel, how you can get them from unknown, you being unknown to them, to being aware and being interested in wanting what you have and then of course buying. So get into production mode. So the lesson of the get into production mode is do you have a successful sales funnel? If you do, that's great. Is everything in your sales funnel or is there any part of that mechanics that you need to add in order for it to repeat itself. Tweak your sales funnel to fit with your weekly workshop. Um, get out your calendar to plan how many contacts in your Dream 100 you're going to contact each week. How many and how often will you plan and finish or get help to finish your product? Looking at your resources and of course, um, obviously, how the, your time. Um, put into your calendar the weekly workshop topics in uh, dates and create a deadline to set up an affiliate program for what you are selling because you need in order to grow your business you need other people and I think we've already talked about the massive network that you need and uh, how it will help your business to grow. 
So those are some of the things to do this week. Next week, we're going to look at building a learning center from all those weekly workshop assets you will have. So for example, oops, sorry, <laughs> example, I have 12 weeks of trainings now, and I have been figuring out what I need to include as a workbook or workbooks for each week, and basically how to drip, drip it uh, to um, someone who signs up for the free weekly trainings and et cetera, et cetera, in a, in a learning center. And I, I've just put it into a learning center and hopefully next week I will have the link for you to sign up for the free um, membership in the learning center with the Build Your Business 52-week free trainings. And next week we'll talk about some of the strategies and why you should have a learning center. So thank you for listening. This is Jane Gardner and I'll see you next week.